Good morning, y'all. <laughs> I guess it's morning for me. I feel like I say this every time. Um, yeah, today is Wednesday morning for me. I don't know when you're listening to this, but hey, how y'all doing? Uh, my name is Dr. Word. I am the content creator behind CandidKayla.com, and these are Candid Car Conversations with me <laughs> um, on my way to work. So this podcast is a little bit different, you know what I mean? Uh, if you're new here, welcome. How you doing? Um, and if you've been here for a few episodes, thank you for joining. And thank you for being so consistent with me. Uh, that's exciting. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the flow of how we do things around here, if you're new around here, is we like to pray. Uh, you could skip on through it if you don't want to hear but I like to just invite God into this conversation and into this space. And then I get into the nitty gritty. We talk about wellness here. We talk about growing in our eight dimensions of wellness and how we can use those opportunities to participate in our active growth. So let's jump into it today. Dear Jesus, Lord, I just glorify you on this morning. I say thank you, God, for breath. Thank you, God, for life. Thank you, God, for utterances, even the moans and groans of this tiredness in me. I thank you for it, God, because that means I'm alive and I'm well and I'm whole in you. I ask, oh God, that you would be in the midst of this conversation. Speak in and through me. Allow this conversation to be pleasing to your ears, God, that it will be pleasing in your sight. I thank you, Lord, for culminating an excellent conversation. I thank you for the conversations that are to come out of this. And I pray that lives are changed. I pray that lives are changed and hearts are touched. In your mighty name I pray, amen. Today, I would be remiss um, if I didn't talk a little more about love. and some of the complexities that come with relational wellness as we're talking about building our wellness, right? Because sometimes the wellness community as a whole does not do a very good job at explaining the changes that happen within you and how that affects other people. And how um, everybody's not always going to be pro your wellness, Everybody's not always going to be ready for that journey, to take that journey with you. Um, and that's a very scary reality when you're talking about a partner, spouse, or a best friend that you've had your whole life. What happens when you start growing in a direction that doesn't coincide with that person or with those people? And what does that mean to how you view yourself? Because if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of times we have self-validation about what we believe to be true and about what we believe to be right. Um, Because realistically speaking, we're right in our own eyes at all times. That's scripture. Um, We will do what we think is right in our own eyes. But that's why you have to have a standard of what is right and what is wrong outside of who you are 
right? A core belief, core value, some sort of standard that doesn't change in order to measure up because sometimes even though we believe we are right, everyone in our lives will tell us that we are wrong or certain people, certain key pieces in our life will tell us that we are wrong. And how do we navigate that in order to still love those people, but not allow those people to hinder us from our growth? Because sometimes there are crabs in a barrel syndrome where you have like nobody in your community or select few people in your community are not willing to grow, but then you can't grow either because they don't want you to grow. So I think um, this conversation to be had and it's kind of something that I've been going through and I really wanted to share and talk about it because had it not been for the Lord, as the older generation would say, I think I would have quit 10 times over because not everybody's going to grow with your growth. And sometimes we got to learn how to navigate that and allow that not to affect our self-love and our self-worth. So um, where do I even begin when talking about this? So I guess I could share a bit of a story of my growth journey and just how I kind of came to this place. So back in 2019, I kind of got, well, I didn't kind of, I got very sick. Um, to the point where they didn't know what was wrong. And thankfully, by the power of Jesus, I was healed, even though the doctors had no clue why I was sick um, or how to heal me. And so from that experience, birthed this wellness journey, birthed me wanting to share this journey, birthed, I had been sharing long before, but it just, uh, I wanted to do something that different in myself right and that's aside from sharing but i wanted to do something different in myself so i started this wellness journey not knowing much about wellness but just knowing there needed to be a change in my life right and i think many of us go through whatever that defining moment is for you or you're like enough is enough i can no longer live the way that i was living and i want to be intentional about my growth or about how i feel about myself or about what I look like or whatever it is that sparks you being curious, that's what I was going through, right? It's this inception of this love and this this passion to be well in myself. Not just physically, I think it started physically, but then it began to kind of carry over into every other area of my life, like it does for so many of us as we're going through this journey. But in that, um, I had gone on another fast, which whatever it is for you that allows you to recenter yourself or to kind of come to a place of evaluation, insert that here. But for me, that's a spiritual fast um, where I give up something in order to draw closer to God in an effort to get more clarity, not only about my, about my relationship with God, but also about myself and where God is trying to take me. Specifically within your wellness, you oftentimes should do this because we can get so weighed down with the day-to-day that sometimes we forget about the big picture. And so this is what I did. This was in fall of 2019. So I got sick in early spring 2019, February. 
I was healed in April and I went on a fast in October. And when I went on this fast, I went on a fast for 40 days and I really wanted God to do a new thing in me, right? Like he was purging so much from me and putting me into a position and into a space where I had to evaluate everything in my life because I could tell I was changing so quickly because I was finally focusing on my overall wellness and well-being that some areas of my life were being left behind. Similar to what I talked about with this crisis piece, but rather than being in crisis, I was in probably one of the most healthy states of my entire life, but there were still areas of my life that weren't accounted for, even though I was actively participating in my wellness. I think this is something important to note too, that overall health and wellness and growth through your eight dimensions doesn't mean that every piece of your life is put together at the same time. What it is, is this beautiful juggling act of how can I make sure that I'm being attentive to every area of my life, Um, the eight dimensions of wellness being your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, your mental, your environmental, your occupational, your um, relational, and your financial. At any given time, one of those areas, while you're being attentive to all of them, one of those areas might not necessarily be growing at the pace that you would like them to be. And that doesn't mean that you're in a state of crisis. As I said before, crisis is when all of your areas of wellness begin to lack, right? Specifically, you can start seeing the slide and the decline, and it's not because you're not putting anything into it. I mean, sometimes you do put stuff into it, and it still is not enough because you're going through something that's sucking the life out of the other areas. Things happen, you know what I mean? But to be well doesn't necessarily mean that those areas aren't going to, other areas aren't necessarily going to be impacted, right? And at any given time, if I take an evaluation of anybody on this planet, and if they have the nerve to come out their mouth and say all areas of their wellness are put together, they're lying. With that being said, at that moment in time, I, I really wanted to take inventory of all of my areas of wellness. And when I did, I felt like my relationships were not growing with my wellness. Well, some of them were, but others were not. And I really had to come to a space where I just, especially having been sick and seeing how some of those relationships did not grow, even with me being sick, you know what I mean? Like, not necessarily saying I'm playing victim and people had to check on me, but like, there were some people I didn't even tell I was sick because I was scared that they wouldn't see me the same or however have you and that's detrimental in and of itself I think that spoke volumes about those relationships at that time but then other people I feel like I told but I hid pieces of that and and other people they they were there but they weren't you know I mean just say a prayer I mean I'm not asking you to do anything about it just pray and keep pushing you know um and then other people I could tell were kind of overcompensating for some deficiencies we had in our relationships and I just really was not happy in that space so 
to say the least, what had happened was, uh, when I went on this fast, I wrote down every relationship that was prominent within my life, and I just began to pray over them, and I, I had to do two things. The first thing I did was I prayed about those relationships, right? Like, God, if these people are supposed to be in my life, let them be in my life. But if they're not supposed to be in my life, allow this growth journey to be the reason why they fall off. That way, you know, it won't tarnish the relationship. Like, those relationships come back later, but... Or they could not. It just depends, you know? But then, on the other hand, it was like, after I prayed about it, I also had to do the work, you know? And if if I was supposed to be in a relationship with those people, I had to know if I felt like those relationships were valuable or not. And when you're going through something like sickness or crisis, and like I said, I had gone through crisis beforehand, and this was probably the most well I had been in my life coming out of that crisis season. When you are operating in your wellness fully, you there's a certain level of self-awareness because you know how you feel because you're actively working on your wellness every day. So you know what causes you to have a bad day. You know what causes you to have a good day. And as that pertains to relationships, you should be able to kind of gauge that a little bit. And I was able to easily gauge, do I find this relationship valuable? Do I not find this relationship valuable? Anywho, there were... There was a period of time in my life where I was not managing my relationship with men well. Um, My relationships with men well. I think that's a conversation for another day and another time. But I do know that, like, I had guy friendships with men who I know wanted more than just friendship with me, but were willing to settle for friendship for the time being with an expectation of change. And um, a lot of those relationships started with very unhealthy motives and intentions. And by the time they 2019 came, they had grown into kind of this, this manipulative, style of relationship and I can be honest I was the manipulator and that makes me feel very bad but it's the truth I mean one day we will sit down and we will debunk the I got hoes phase of life and the traumatic um realities of that phase of life but nonetheless I had to evaluate those relationships. Some of those people are my best friends to this day. So please don't get me wrong. Just because something starts off that way or just because the initial motivation behind a relationship is not necessarily platonic, that doesn't make it a bad relationship long term. But I had to evaluate those relationships and see, like, are these people going to grow with me? Uh, Probably not because... I should probably no longer be in a whole phase. I should probably be in a phase where I'm focusing on myself and growing myself. And that's a whole nother conversation in and of itself. You can love other people and love yourself at the same time. So please don't get it twisted. I think there's a very, very bad misconception when people are like, I can't, I'm not, you can't focus on yourself and have a man at the same time because if that wasn't true, then there wouldn't be healthy marriage. If that was true, there would not be healthy marriages. 
I think we're just not properly taught how to manage both. But I do firmly believe in a time and a, a season of singleness by which you do focus on yourself and where kind of your wellness journey starts. So it doesn't mean you can't start it in a marriage or in a relationship, but it's just a lot easier when you're by yourself because you don't have to worry about some of the things that I'm going to talk about in just a minute. So anywho, evaluating these relationships, realizing that they're not going to grow with me, and then releasing them to God at that point. Some of them, you know, it was like a formal, hey, this is no longer serving me. Um, and I, I think that we would be better off as acquaintances and without the expectation of you expecting me to check on you all the time because this relationship is not healthy. But then on the other side, there was also some where you just kind of let it go and you never hear from people again. And it's it's completely fine. Um Nonetheless, when you are going through this growth journey and you are beginning to put either separation between people that, you know, aren't going to grow with you or whatever have you, and sometimes it's not even intentional separation. Now, that's a whole nother conversation, y'all. Sometimes this separation comes from just things happening. You know, like life happening. You're growing in a certain direction. This other person is growing in a different direction. And you look up and you realize that there's space, time, and distance between you. That's not always a bad thing. You have to have two willing participants in a relationship. So even if that is the case, if you both still think that the relationship is valuable, you will work to put effort into that relationship. But if not, you won't. And so keep that in mind too but sometimes when this space time and distance begins to come into play people want to demonize your wellness or to demonize you because they no longer have access to you in the way that they did before and this is the crux of what I wanted to talk about today just because you're growing in your wellness people not everybody is going to be receptive of that right like I think about the classic hood movies, quote-unquote hood movies, where you got the thug who no longer wants to be a thug. Everybody from his block is not going to be okay with that. Why? Because they're used to seeing them in this specific space, in this specific light, as if they can't grow, change, and mature. And in the same way, this is just an allegory or an analogy for the rest of our, for every area of our lives, right? There's always somebody who is not going to be in support of your growth. And from my own personal experience, I, it has been church people, but whatever it is for you, you know what I'm talking about. People want to like knock it off as haters or whatever have you. But again, being very careful about wordage, you as the person going through your growth journey need not demonize someone else just because they demonized you. Right, A part of your growth, a part of your maturity is dealing with people not being supportive of your wellness and your growth. That is a part of the journey. And how you mature in that will reflect how you mature in that in spaces and and time to come, right? Because as you're maturing, 
when you're first starting your wellness journey, you're overzealous. You're excited. You're dedicated because it's new, right? And you typically grow exponentially in the beginning because you're introducing, or at least you can see the results exponentially in the beginning because you're doing something that your body, your mind, your spirit is not used to, right? But when you get three years in, five years in, 15 years in, right? And you're no longer seeing such drastic growth, right? Sometimes there are periods of exponential growth still, but overall, because you're used to taking care of your wellness, it's going to seem mundane. It's not going to seem as important. You're not going to be as overzealous. With that being said, you're going to come to realize (laughs) that you're still going to have the same situation where there will come a period of time where somebody who maybe supported your growth in a previous season is no longer supporting your growth in this new season because it no longer your growth no longer serves their agenda for your relationship or even worse they're so used to seeing you in a specific light that as you're changing and maturing into a different person or in a different way they can't handle that. And it's not a bad thing. Again, I think relationships can actually grow from these encounters and from these disconnects between what we perceive the relationship should look like versus what the relationship looks like. I think we um, we can grow from these. And relationships don't have to end. So you don't have to cut people off just because they don't agree with your growth. Um assuming that they're not trying to hinder your growth, right? But you can come to a space where you and the other party can acknowledge, hey, you know, you're growing in this area or you're changing in this way is typically what it looks like. You're changing in this way and either I can support it, but I'm just not comfortable with it yet, or I can't support it at all. Um, but I still love you and I'm still willing to work on this relationship. I just can't support this specific area of growth, right? And with that, hopefully you'll be two mature adults. I mean, I know not just adults listen to me, but hopefully you'll be two mature adults about the situation. But the fact of the matter is, that's not always the case. And you can't allow their perception of your wellness, their dislike or their disapproval of where you're growing and how you're growing to keep you from growing in the ways that you're supposed to grow. Because you have to trust your inner compass, right? Like God would not steer you wrong. Your inner core beliefs will not steer you wrong, hopefully. Uh, so if if you are justified in what you believe and how you believe and you are growing in in that way um that supports all of those things you cannot allow outside influence not to support that so i'm going to give one last example and then i'm gonna let this go but For me and my life, I'm actively walking through this. I have been very open in the previous podcast about how I feel like a lot of my relationships are looking different and they're changing because I'm changing, right? And I felt like that was a bad thing and I felt like in a lot of ways it required some reconciliation. But um, 
there's also a point in a period of time where you can, I have two relationships in particular where I have, I'm growing, right? And because I went through that period of crisis, I couldn't give as much attention to those relationships. And that's fine. Um, Typically, people are, when you're, like, getting a PhD or having a baby or getting married, like, usually people move into a new place or learning how to basket weave underwater through an intensive program, people tend to be a little more respective of, hey, I won't have access to that person because, and they can justify that. But on the other end of that, when it comes time to reconcile and to mend back the closeness, sometimes, and in my case, people, these two relationships in particular, who I'm becoming does not serve how those individuals felt the relationship with them. And it's fine. We've discussed it. Um, I've spoken with both of those people separately because each relationship is separate (laughs) about how, um, while this is who I'm becoming and while these specific areas you might not agree with for whatever reason doesn't negate the fact that I'm going to keep growing in those areas. Now we can choose to find some sort of common ground as we have before, or we can choose to walk away from the relationship. It's up to you because you're the one who is not comfortable with my growth. I'm comfortable with my growth. So what are we going to do, right? And one person was um lip service didn't match action and so for that I don't know if reconciliation is ever going to come it's kind of just there um it's like this unspoken thing (laughs) and I haven't discussed it with that person I haven't even really spoken with that person since having that conversation because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, you're the one with the issue, not me. So, like, I don't know what I would do. But with the other person, um, again, after the conversation of this is the ways that I'm growing and if you can get on board and we can try to reconcile the relationship or not, I feel like it's still up in the air and we have two people who clearly want to work on the relationship, but how is beyond me uh I still show up in the ways that I've shown up before I make commitments I stick to my commitments I'm still very much so visible in that person's life but again I'm not the one I like I I don't have an issue with my growth so because of that that I have to just wait for that person to either decide they want the relationship or not want the relationship anywho it doesn't, I say this to say that it doesn't hinder me from growing. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep putting time and effort into my life in those specific areas where both of these people are like, for different reasons, they were like, we don't like your growth. One person felt like I was becoming too rash. Like they were very used to me being a submissive person in the relationship. And I found a voice that said submission and 
abuse, like being the abused, are in the, two very different things, and in their minds, uh, and we had two very different perspectives of what that was, right, so, like, I felt like, um, the person was taking advantage, and I was being abused, and as a result, like, I stuck up for myself, that doesn't mean the relationship has to end, but when you're dealing with someone who doesn't know clear boundaries, and you put boundaries, they're not always, uh, gonna know how to continue that relationship, and so, because of that, it's kind of just, there you know but then on the other hand um this other relationship felt like well you're growing in this specific way and I just don't know how to handle that and so I think in a completely different way and I'm still working on both of those areas right in my growth even though those people don't want me to grow or don't care for how I'm growing in those areas that's fine but I'm still gonna grow in those areas because this is where God has called me to grow and this is I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is what I'm supposed to be doing because it aligns with my core beliefs and at no given point is it contradicting the word of God or contradicting what I believe to be true so this is just a warning, I guess, or, or really not even a warning. This is just a conversation to kind of spark some conversation within yourselves. Because I don't think anybody talks about this, right? Like, your person you're having conflict with might be a spouse. Your person you're having conflict with might be a partner, uh, a business partner. Like, you've found a new foul voice in yourself and your business partner is used to making all the decisions or it might be a parent. Like, you have, you are growing and maturing and no longer allowing your parent to abuse you or to take advantage of you. These are very real scenarios that I have seen in my own life that I've also seen in the lives of people around me. And we are not given a whole lot of instruction on how to navigate that so i hope that this was helpful to you guys thank you guys so much again for listening and until next time bye